Well, it's time once again for the Dubois Chamber Let's Talk Business podcast on Connect FM. I'm Dan Kennard, and here's the director of the Greater Dubois Chamber of Commerce, Jody August. Hi, Jody. Hey, Dan. Boy, here we are again already, our biweekly podcast. These these things come around so darn fast, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I'm excited to be here today, and I'm excited to introduce our guest. I would like to welcome Lisa Rutherford from Cultural Resources, Inc., CRI is the um, initials, known as the Wrights Theater here in Dubois. Thank you. It's such a pleasure to be here. Well, welcome, Lisa. And could you tell our listeners, uh, first of all, what is your title? What do you do at Wrights Theater? Mm, That's a loaded question. (laughs) What don't I do at the Wrights Theater? Might be easier to handle. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I am the current president of Cultural Resources Incorporated. I am on most of the volunteer committees. The Wrights Theater Players is one of our committees, our Communications Committee, our Building Committee, um, our Box Office Committee, uh, Set Building, and General Mr. Green Jeans as far (laughs) as the handyman around. Uh, So I, I do a lot at the Wrights Theater. Well, it sounds like you're kept quite busy, so... What about uh, being on stage? Have you acted in any roles on stage at uh, the Wrights Theater? How long do you have, Dan? <laughs> a few minutes. Okay. A few minutes. Uh, um, I started acting when I was nine, so the stage was always a real comfort to me. And uh, I'm originally from the Pittsburgh area. Mm-hmm. So um, through my early years, I did many, many productions, primarily musicals um, for my high school and the community theater. When I moved here in 87, there was a group of actors called the Dubois Community Theater, and they found out that I was a singer and an actor and roped me in. So I started to act with them. I was involved with the old Hospital Follies for the Ladies Auxiliary. And then our group slowly transitioned to the Cultural Resources Incorporated, which is the umbrella organization for most of the art groups here in the Du Bois area. Since that time, as a film major at Penn State, I learned to direct, I learned lighting techniques, sound techniques, uh, effects makeup. I come from a family of hairdressers, so anytime any of the productions needed backstage work, I could help them there. But I also directed the very first musical. Um, I'm a choreographer. Uh, I originated the children's workshop back in the early 1990s with Deb Grieve and right now I am a producer a director and a choreographer so I've been on stage in a multitude of roles but I'm much more comfortable these days not being on the stage but being behind the stage that since that's really my forte I share that experience with any of the new people, and I always try to train them to come on board in whatever capacity they're interested in. Mm -hmm. We have a process that we go through for productions, um, so if someone wants to direct, they need a little training beforehand. 
Well, Lisa, I think that that, I, that using your experience behind the scenes is probably the best way for you to be involved still, you know, as if you don't want to be the center of attention on a stage. So I think it's awesome. And, and the work that you do is just amazing. Uh, I'm sure that you're busier than ever now that you're retired and, and volunteering doing something that you love. And speaking of your volunteers, you know, I met Deb Grieve years ago. So I have always known what great things happen at the Rates Theater. I know some of your board members. I've been the chamber director now for eight years, and, and the Rates Theater is a member of ours. So I I get a little more knowledge than the average person. I know when you have something new and exciting. I know when you have upcoming shows. But the one new addition that you have is the addition of a workshop that I know has been much needed for many years. Um, I know about it, but the listeners do not. So can you explain a little bit of the history of CRI which you, you have done some of, and explain how the workshop came about. Sure. CRI was founded in the early 90s, and it was just a group of businessmen, of artists, of local volunteers, business personnel, I should say. We had accountants, we had lawyers, we had contractors, um, we had musicians, and as a group, we really felt strongly about providing a little bit more culture. Um, we happened to come upon the old Cornerstone Church on Scribner Avenue, and they were in the process of moving and put the church up for sale. We had obtained our 501c3 nonprofit status at that point. So we purchased the church and then we converted it into a theater. And actually the original seats were from the old Pershing Hotel. Um, so we have some of the original beauty of the, of the church still in there. But when you look at a church, there are a lot of little rooms and so we converted the old church rooms into dressing rooms upstairs, green rooms upstairs, a few prop rooms for like our grand piano and some of the things that are a lot pricier. And then in our downstairs, we have a costume room, which is overflowing, an old, a boardroom, a wood room, and a sitting room. But it was very, very difficult to actually find the time to build a set while a production was going on. And it's one thing that we have wanted forever is not to have our set construction people start at 11 o'clock at night when rehearsal was over and then have to clean up everything in time for rehearsal the next day. So we were really, really fortunate um, to reach out to uh, Joe Scarnati, and we wrote him a letter asking for a grant, which he took to the state and was approved. So we were blessed with a $300,000 state grant. Deb Wirths, one of our former past presidents, had started a campaign when she was president, and she raised uh, $147,000. So between that, which we worked as a capital um, fund, and the monies that we received from the state, that enabled us to work with 
Hallstrom Construction and KTH to build this wonderful, gorgeous, huge workshop. And it's built at a level that all we have to do is slide the set pieces uh, from the workshop room, keep the sawdust off the stage and the brand new carpeting, and then slide it into place. It's a beautiful job. There's plenty of room for us to be able to do some minor rehearsals in there if we need to, uh, some dance classes if they don't want to dance downstairs in our conference room, and just a godsend for those, those of us who are involved with creating sets and for our working volunteers who aren't available to work until the wee hours of the morning and then get up in the morning and have to go to work. Uh, so it really afforded us a place for building, storage, and whatever else comes around where we need extra, extra room. Wow, that's great. Lisa, the Wrights Theatre website, rightstheater.com, has some great information, information there on how to become a volunteer, on auditions and casting, and how to donate or upcoming events and shows. You can also purchase tickets there. Uh, besides on the website, could you give us more information about purchasing tickets or getting more information about upcoming events and shows at uh, either local businesses or even the uh, box office at the Wrights Theater. Sure. Ace Hardware is one of our ticket outlets, and they do um, a wonderful job for the local community and have been partnered with us for ticket sales for many, many years. We do have reserved seating now at the theater. So if you call the box office, which hours are currently Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 10 to 2. And I'm happy to report that with the new resurfacing of the road, there's free parking on both sides of the street. So you can pull right up to the theater, run into the box office, see Tracy Dush, our administrator, and look and choose whatever seat that you would like to purchase. At Ace Value, um, they also have the ability to sell reserve seats. What they do not have the ability to sell are the handicap seats. So you would have to call the box office, um, and Tracy can walk you through that process, um, or you can just stop in at your leisure. Usually two weeks before the opening of a production, our box office holds longer hours. Um, so if Tracy can't be there, one of the other volunteers will be there to help our general public find a seat that suits them. They can even walk into the auditorium and see where they would like to sit. I've met with Tracy and she is such a pleasure to, to work with and she's very helpful. So you definitely have a smiling face right there at your box office. Uh -oh. and, and you have some pretty amazing volunteers too. So um, I do have another question. And I at first I, I couldn't decide which way I wanted to ask it. I, I wanted to put, what excites you most about being a board member at CRI Rates Theater? But I'm also curious as to whether or not you've had a favorite show or production. As one of the founding members, I think what excites me the most is 
bringing in all of the new faces and seeing the young people find a home in the theater, whether it's on stage, behind stage, stage construction, doing tech, building sets, becoming a volunteer or an usher, helping with our communications process, and then watching them flourish as they come up through the school districts. Um, we've even had quite a few of our our little guys who aren't so little anymore go on to run theaters of their own, uh, make a place in New York, Chicago, California, um, and to really make a name for them themselves. One of our very first young actresses uh, became a professional actress in Ireland. Um, so my personal mission has always been to see the arts flourish in a community. My personal goal has been to create as much culture as we possibly can, to draw new people to the area, which is has been fabulous. Um, I believe my favorite show was Wait Until Dark. It's a story that um, starred Aubrey Hepburn back in the day. And I was fortunate enough to play that role of Aubrey Hepburn. And she's blind. So I worked with some wonderful um, non-sighted people who taught me how to be a non-sighted person. And let me tell you, that was the most challenging role I ever had to do. We used to go around and do dinner theaters at the local establishments before we had the rights theater to perform on. So learning your way around a stage when your eyes cannot focus is really quite challenging. We happened to take that show to the Sawmill, which is a theater in the round, uh, and so my set had completely changed. And at one point, my character had to stash something in a washing machine, and a lovely lady who was sitting behind the washing mis machine said, don't forget, there's a knife in the washing machine. And then afterwards, when I met her and thanked her, she said, oh my gosh, can you really see? And so she really believed that I was a non-sighted person. And I thought, okay, all that good hard work paid off. And then right before COVID, I had the opportunity to direct that. And I worked with Chris Haynes, who played my original role. Um, we had the bad guy who played the bad guy way back when re-erect the role, and he played in his original part. And then we had three young actors to fill in the other parts. So I think it was my most challenging role, my favorite role to perform, and then my most gratifying role to teach others how to do it. Wow. I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying the stories that you have and the experience that you have. We are starting to run out of time. Um, can you tell us um, what's in store for 2023 and maybe where to find the show listing? Sure. Um, well, I'm happy to say that I just completed casting 
my next production, our next production at the Wrights Theater, uh, which is Neil Simon's The Dinner Party. So that will be held in mid-October. And then our Christmas show um, is the best little Christmas pageant ever, and that will complete the 2022 season. We have brought back season tickets, and so you can now buy season tickets either online or by going into the box office. And we have five productions in the 2023 season. We have a a mini musical called I Love You, You're Perfect Now Change, and that'll be held in February. Um, In April, we have an Agatha Christie, and then there were none. Um, In June, I'm torturing myself by doing the huge musical Spamalot, And then in October, we're staying with our scary theme for Bloody Jack. And then at Christmas time, we're doing Beauty and the Beast Jr. So that will be packed with students from all over the area. Again, you can purchase season tickets, or you can just purchase each ticket individually, or you can buy a gift certificate. Well, thank you so much, Lisa, for being our guest today. In closing, would you please share with us, remind us, where is the Wrights Theater located? Give us the important details, website, uh, email address, phone number. Sure. The Wrights Theater is on 36 East Scribner Avenue. There is on-street parking. There's parking at Hallstrom's. Um, There's parking along the other streets or Luigi's parking lot, and then the bank opposite um, the sheets. So lots of parking there. Our website is www.rightstheater, R-E-I-T-Z, and then theater is E-R at the end, not the British spelling of it. Um, And... If you're looking to send us a message uh, or an email, that is therightstheater at gmail.com. The phone number is 814-375-4CRI or 814-375-4274. You can call at any time. If the box office is not open, please leave a message. Tracy Dush, our administrator, and some of our other volunteers are wonderful at getting back to people right away. Um, so we hope to see you at the theater. We would, If anyone is interested in helping, volunteering, or just coming in for a tour, please, our doors are open during box office, or you can make an appointment to come in and see us, and I'd be happy to meet you there. Well, thank you so much, Lisa Rutherford, and thank you for listening to the Dubois Chamber podcast, Let's Talk Business, on Connect FM.